Hello, everybody, and welcome back to We've Got Next Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Um, this week's going to be a little bit different than most weeks because this podcast is basically just talking about everything that's bad, and after this episode, it will continue to be about all the problems that we face. But this week, I want to instead instill some hope instead of despair and talk about how these problems get fixed and are getting fixed, especially from our perspective as kids. Kids can't vote, which is the primary way of engaging in in this country. So how do kids make change and help give our generation a better future if we can't vote? Example, activism. So today I want to feature a few activists and activist movements who are kids because I think that give, they can give us a good pathway to how to do activism in our own lives. So Shanna Grant is a 17-year-old in Washington, D.C., and last year her friend, who was 16, year old, 16 years old, was shot outside his house by a teenager who was trying to rob him. They live in D.C. where there were 116 homicides that year. She believed strongly that youth can make a difference, so she engaged in anti-violence activism, and then she was eventually outside the White House for the student-led March for Our Lives demonstration, which supported gun control measures. She went to tons of other rallies, and last year she was elected a D.C. youth mayor through a city-run program that develops future leaders, someone who had something horrible happen to her friend and decided to use that to take action and try to just go to rallies, do simple things to try to make her city a better place. So in Shanna's little profile right there, we talked about the March for Our Lives rally. So what was that? Um, A few years ago, after a school shooting at the Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida, which killed 11 people, a national movement began. Students from that school, namely Emma Gonzalez, Jacqueline Corin, Alex Wind, and Kyle Kashev, and so many others, began the March for Our Live movement that prompted students all across the country to protest and led to change in people's minds and really, I think, set off. It was the first, it was like the first moment where our generation became involved in activism, and since then, we've been doing a lot of things. I think, compared to a lot of other generations, and this movement really started that. And our guest later will talk about his experience in the March for Our Lives movement. So those were two things about gun control, where because of school shootings and because of violence in communities, there are a lot of kids who have gotten involved in gun control, um, gun control activism. And another movement that's been led by kids a lot is climate change. There's a kid in Brazil who's 11 years old, Caio Rodolfo, and after Brazil, just one natural disaster after another, mudslides, oil spills, and then fires in the Amazon, he just decided to do something about it, and he's 11 years old, so he just decided to start planting trees, and then he became known for planting so many trees, so he became his country's ambassador of an organization called Plant for the Planet, which was started by a nine-year-old kid in Germany the year before. And these boys in their respective countries led this organization to plant over one million trees. These are a nine-year-old and an 11-year-old who prompted the planting of a million trees to do everything within their power to make change. And that's about climate 
the climate and climate activism. So who is the most famous climate activist? Most of you are probably thinking, if you know, if you have an answer in your mind, you're probably thinking Greta Thunberg, who's a 19-year-old girl from Sweden, and she's probably the most famous climate activist right now. And she's testified in front of governments across the world and addressed the UN Climate Summit, and she's become kind of an icon. And she's organized and inspired climate protests across the world, including multiple in New York that I've gone to. So those are just a few examples about how kids saw problems and decided to make changes. So now I want to talk to a kid who goes to my school. He's going to be a senior this year, Abe Rothstein. He has done a lot of work about activism. He was one of the organizers of our March for Our Lives protest in downtown Brooklyn. And he now works with the NYCLU, which is a subset of the ACLU, the American Civil Liberties Union. And he's done a lot of great work there with their teen activist project. And he's also our student council president this year. So, Abe, thank you so much. So, first of all, like, what's activism? Can you just, like, define it real quick? Yeah, well, I, I think it's um, kind of taking your position, kind of taking where you are, like, whether it's in your school or, like, in other places, and kind of using that to, um, to make things around you better. Um, so it's like working to solve issues that really impact your community um, and work. And this can be done with like working with your friends, working through strangers. Um, and it's pretty much just making a really trying to make the, uh, the best impact in your community as you can. Do you have like a defining moment of like when you were introduced to activism or like being an activist? Yeah, well, like my first like major thing that I did was in ninth grade was when I was in ninth grade and when we held the when we held the uh, rally out in uh, Burrow Hall like that was my first like like real thing that I yeah. ever did and ever since then I've been um, propelled to do a lot of other things not only like around gun control but um, like working on the school to prison pipeline um, uh, pushing for the green light bill which gave um, undocumented immigrants the ability to have a driver's license um, pushing for a comprehensive um, sex education a curriculum in New York State, among other things. Yeah, so I want to get into your stuff with the NYCLU in a bit. But first, like, when, like, in the March for Our Lives rally in Borough Hall, like, how, like, can you just walk me through, like, how that happened? Like, obviously Parkland happened, and there were, like, talks of, like, a walkout. How did that go from, like, this huge rally, and, like, what was your role in doing that, and, like, what made you think that's something that you should do and wanted to do? Yeah, so um, after it happened, like, I instantly was, like, we have to, we should do something about this because, you know, these are people our age. This yeah. could, this could, it could have been us. I've kind of put myself in their shoes and realized like, it's not okay, nor should it be okay, nor should we be quiet about it. Um, so like it originally started like with me, like reaching out to people in student council and unfortunately they didn't really seem interested in doing anything. So I reached out to Miss Bishop and she connected me with, um, the few seniors at the time along with, along with Sam, Sam. And um, then we were able to um, get together, work together. We all had a very similar vision, and um, we worked together to put that together and uh, make it the best thing possible. Nice. Yeah, it was a very surprisingly well done and awesome thing. Um, so then, like, from that, how did you, like, you did that thing. How did you move from that into being, like, 
uh, like someone who's like definitely an activist and like doing all these different things and then like into your work with the NYCLU? Yeah, so that kind of like woke me up and woke me up to a lot of a lot more issues that people face like around around the city. Um, because like previously I had not really been fully educated in those issues and I really wanted to um, kind of learn about uh, like what the other people in the city have to face every day and kind of kind of look at the position that we're in like at Packer and how you know we're kind of hidden and shielded from a lot of these problems that you know that that millions of people face every day and I kind of wanted to be able to learn more about it and then be able to do something to uh, impact the whole city and then as you're like doing those other things to impact the city like how did you get involved with the New York section of the ACLU and then like what's your role and what do you do there yeah so um I was trying to find some like some things some like programs that I would be able to uh um to join so I I found the New York Civil Liberties Union Teen Activist Project also known as TAP which I'll I'll just call it now (laughs) a little faster um but that's like a group of 150 over 150 students from all five boroughs in New York City and we um we come together once a week and to talk about to talk about certain issues that we face and then we um and then we and then after that we have different groups where we where certain groups um create like rallies where they create actions um we have a group that looks into different policy um and working to make that better um and we have groups that uh, create workshops so that other people can then learn about these issues that and then we could teach them so it's a really great group of of, uh, of people, kind of all have like a very similar goal of wanting to make the city better and want, wanting to make New York State better, and um, it's a it's a really fantastic group that uh, does some pretty incredible things. If you had to choose one one thing that you've done that you think have, has been like the most important, or like one issue you've tackled that you think is like the most important, what would you say? Well, I, I think definitely think one of the most under talked about or excuse me the least talked about things that um people face in the city or at least for us packer is uh segregation in our schools in new york in new york city and the school to prison pipeline because we are in the most diverse city in the world but yet again we have the most segregated schooling system in the world and we nobody nobody really talks about that and we just kind of live every day like oh we're diverse and everything but we don't really realize how that's just not the story. Like we might be diverse, but in, but in certain places we're just not. Um, and that's just absolutely unacceptable. And I really want to bring awareness to the issue, especially like pe- especially to people at Packer who don't have to face this every day, and um, be able to inform people so that we can possibly create change in the future. Yeah. Um, all right. So the most important question. Um, you said in your Twitter bio that Senator Brian Schatz rep- responded to your tweet. Was the tweet yeah. about the Mets? What what was it? Oh, so um, so I I I've always seen that he's very active on tw- he's very active on Twitter. So I was like, all right, let me give this a try. So I said, um, so I responded to one of him. It was like, hey Brian, love your tweets. You're also pretty good at senatoring. Uh, and then he says, and then he responded, it's nice to see someone notice uh, my senatoring once in a while instead of my tweets. So I kind of made me a little sad actually. <laughs> Um, I was kind of hoping for just like a happy response, but um, you know, kind of. I guess he was a little sad that nobody notices senatoring only his tweets. So uh, that was my interaction with Senator Brian Schatz right there. That's awesome. Um, so like, 
zoom, going back to the other topic, less about tweeting, um, like, why is activism important? And then, like, going back to, like, the March for Our Lives, like, not only, like, like, you talked about, like, why you wanted to do it and why you thought it was important. What made you think that, like, you could do it? And what made you think that you could actually, like, have a difference? So, uh, the first question was why it's important, right? Yeah. Well, I, I think in order, if, if we want anything to change, we, we need people to go out and fight for these issues. Um, also, and sometimes the, we need people who, who these issues don't exactly impact. Like, for example, we're at Packer, um, we're shielded from a lot of these issues. And I think it's important to have voices, um, voices from places like Packer in this so that we can then spread awareness to people at Packer who don't face these issues and kind of spread the word so that it's not only like an issue that's talked about by the people who it affects, but it's talked about by everyone in the city or everyone in that certain place. So then actually, so then action could actually take place. Huh. Interesting. So like what, like building off of that, like, do you have a message for like other kids, like who see stuff wrong in the world or noticing it now, but like don't know how to make a difference or don't think that they can make a difference? Well, my, my number one message is you always can make a difference. Like, don't let anyone tell you you can't. Because even because spreading awareness about an issue, even even if you're not, like, holding protests or anything, but just even spreading awareness is such a small step and is such an easy step that can, really, that can really change a lot of people's opinions. For example, if a lot of people don't know about an issue, they, they, might, not, they might pretend it doesn't exist. But once you're able to inform them and once they hear about it, um, their opinions might change. And then if you have a lot of changed opinions, then you might be able to create action off of that. So my message is no matter where you are, no matter like what like the demographics might be, whatever might whatever the political like ideology might be in your area, just try to spread awareness and then um, after that um, you can create some change. Nice. What do you think the role of kids are or like kids is in the um because like kids can't vote and kids don't pay taxes but also kids have, like, it's the future. Like, that's who it's going to affect most. Like, with the school issues that you just talked about, like, it's not affecting the adults. It's affecting the kids. So, like, how do you, like, think of what kids' role is in being an activist or not being an activist? I think kids' roles are might be one of the most important in all of activism. Because if you think, you live with your parents, right? So if you if you see something or you know know a lot about an issue that's really important, you can then inform your parents. So then you can have your your knowledge spread to other places, the outside outside of just you. So even even though you're not able to vote yet, um, your message, your opinions could still have a really big impact. For example, it could change your parents' opinion, it could change your grandparents' opinion, it could change your cousin's opinion. So kind of just like coming from the small bubble, it can your your message can really spread spread out a lot. And um, I think kids. Well, now we have people think of certain kids having really strong opinions, and yeah. that's and that's great because that's kind of what we need. We need kids who are knowledgeable. We need we need to have people who are informed. Because I'm just gonna say, sometimes my parents are not always informed, and I have to I, you know I have to, have to inform them a little bit. So I think um, just being able to, um, you know, be informed, spread the message is really important. Yeah. Do you like what for kids who like aren't going to join TAPS, 
like in what ways can they help like you, you've talked a lot about like spreading awareness do you think that things like not shopping at brandy melville and like not eating at chick-fil-a like do those things matter what do you think of those things like in what other ways besides just talking about it can casual kids help yeah well in terms of like boycotting places i think one of the most important things like if you are spread the message why um kind of explain like the, the issue itself um explain like why we've gotten to this point because i think if people just see oh boycott this boycott that without you know without like a reason or anything they might be confused and they might not be inclined to join the same thing so again my my, my main like theme here is being able to um inform other people kind of being able to uh to teach your friends teach other people like the you know the core of the issue and kind of what we need to do to solve it interesting so are you boycotting goodyear tires i will not be boycotting <laughs> goodyear tires anytime <laughs> um yeah that we got that we got goya beans we, i can go on and on now um all right thank you i think that's all we got all right cool well thanks so much for uh reaching out to me i really appreciate it yeah of course all right abe that was a lot of fun thank you for coming on um everyone else i hope that was inspiring and i hope that gives us a little bit more optimism and hope instead of just despair so have a great week and tune in next week and go subscribe and follow uh, wherever your podcasts and follow us on instagram at we've got next pod